0: This is the MMA Takes podcast. MMA Takes podcast. With your host Brian Petrie. Brian Petrie. Uh, low low energy right now from your boy. <clears throat> low energy. I'm trying to pick it up. I'm drinking caffeine. Uh you know, I I don't know what it is. You know, what I mean, I got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to recap. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, just a little energy. Mondays are weird, man. Mondays at work are, are fairly easy. Wifey is, usually works, but she's off today. She had to work on, uh, you know, she's got that shop, you know, shout out Winnie James Co. And, um, she's got that shop. She's got like a million orders to do. And, uh, you know, now lately Winnie's been hanging out in there with her. So I got, you know, some stuff to do. And and then I had, uh, really, really, I should have cut the grass probably today. Didn't. Um, Worked on some things because uh, we're gonna do a pick'em um, later this week. Me, Tim and Devin, and I downloaded this new program. We're gonna do a little bit of a live pick'em. Uh, we'll I'll talk more about that throughout the show. But I've been trying to work on that. Got a little new program. Working on that. Looking up things I need to buy, and then I just took a nap. I fell asleep at like five. I was like, I'm gonna sleep for like an hour, and I did. But uh, or about an hour and a half, and I woke up about uh, about forty minutes ago, and I just was like, oh, I can't sleep till I gotta go to work. I fucking know. It was the worst idea ever to sleep that short of a time this late in the day. I fucked up. I fucked up, guys. That's obviously the result of it. I I, I saw an opportunity to get a nap in. I took it, uh, and it backfired on me because now I'm like I'm like aggravated. Like everything bothers me. I just want to sleep. Uh, Monday Night football's football is on tonight. I gotta I gotta watch that. My Bengals play Thursday. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, a lot of you guys all know that I'm a diehard Cincinnati Bengals fan. We're on to offensive line stinks, defensive, s- defensive line defense and whole stinks. But Joe Burrow's a goddamn Prince. Love me some Joe Burrow, but you know, it's football season, full swing. So got to watch the Monday night football game night. But before that, I got some fights to recap. Uh, Tim and I went head to head last week. I felt like we, we did well on that pick on my lips. I listened to it back. I don't listen to them all back, right? De- um, Devin and I are kind of in a groove sometimes. So I don't really have to listen to those back. I, I listened to maybe for like a couple minutes to see the quality of the sounds, see if I messed up, see what I need to prove on yada, yada. And, uh, with the Tim one, Tim and I haven't really done it much. So I was a little worried that maybe our chemistry wasn't off or were there whatever, but I felt like it went really well. Uh, we'll recap the fights. I got a bunch of stuff to talk about. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know if I'm, if, if I even have the energy, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Hold on. Let me take a little shot here. A little shot of drink. All right, bucket. Let's get into it. All right. So I didn't recap last week because I did just the pick them. Didn't have time to recap, so <clears throat> I didn't recap the card following this, the, what was that, September 12th card. You know, you guys know what happened. I'm not going to go through. I'll tell you, I went eight and four my picks. I can tell you that much. I got it right here. Um, I hit an under, a big under, and, and Herman, which was kind of a controversial thing. He got hit in the balls. He didn't get hit in the balls. Yada, yada. Um, and then I hit Michelle Watterson under as well. My mortar lock, Billy Q, came through. Big, big knockout. I'm on fire in my underdog locks, my mortar locks. That was two weeks ago. We'll recap this weekend. Before we do that, though, since I haven't talked to you guys in a while, you guys knew my Best Buy, horrible Best Buy thing, right? Where I, I, I almost ripped the, the goddamn um, counter off because of everything. So this week... um, It was past week, excuse me, the 17th was a Thursday. I was going to the best spot to get that done. I got FedExed overnight at my uh, title from Indiana where I bought my truck. Now, I live in Ohio, bought it in Indiana, yada, yada. Went to go get my tags and my plates, right? I brought the certificate, title, whatever. And I go up there, and this lady's typing it in, typing into like a calculator. I'm like, what the fuck is she using a calculator for? See, because in Ohio... Uh, all states are different, but Ohio, we pay higher taxes on like food and drinks and stuff like that. That way, when we go to the DMV once a year to get our tags, like around your birthday, instead of paying the percentage of what your car's worth, like some states do like Indiana and Kentucky, uh, Ohio gives you a flat fee, 54 bucks for your tags for your little sticker every year. Right. In Indiana and Kentucky, the taxes are much lower than Ohio sales tax is much lower than Ohio. But you have to pay more for other things. Like, homes are a little more expensive in those states. And your car, you go and you have to per- pay a percentage of the car. I believe your car insurance is a little more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife lives in Kentucky, came from Kentucky. That's how it used to be when she owned a car. So I bought my truck in uh, in Indiana. And again, I, I feel like it's cursed at this point. You know, I had to get it fixed. The You know, I, I was just getting real down on myself. All this stuff piling up. I was getting on my nerves, you know, whatever. Started to get in my head a little bit. So I go... Get my tags last week. I got the title. Go get my tags. This lady's typing in the fucking thing. She goes, Okay, so you want to pay uh, cash or, or, or check? And I go, Oh, I thought I could pay with a card because the BNB, there's literally signs everywhere by the one by me. It says, We take cards now. She goes, Yeah, you can't do that with a title though. And I said, Okay, well, uh, I can, yeah, there's an ATM right there. I can take some cash. I was like, How much is it? Assuming it's going to be probably, you know, 54 for the tags. Plus, let's say twenty for the the plates, right? She goes, it's six hundred and twenty-four dollars. I said, what? She goes, yeah. Uh, she's like, Indiana didn't charge you taxes, so they only charge you five point seven, and we gave you credit for that. But Ohio seven point one, so you got to pay the difference. And I went, uh, well, yeah, I I'm I I'm have to come back. So then I had to wait in that line, leave, kind of fight it, kind of not wanting to pay it, right being like fuck them that's crazy right so but listen i need to get a fucking plate for my car so i go and get the money out go uh, go and pay it right and she goes okay great so w- this is on a monday uh title uh when titles come in uh wednesday after 2 so you can come in wednesday after 2 for a title okay cool go to work on tuesday right fucked up it's late everything's running late like always and I'm all in a bad mood, right? So I finally leave for the building. I got a million stops. I'm trying to hurry up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've expressed my punctuation to you guys, how I, I, I like to be very punctual and I like to be on time. The very first stop, I get a call. Don't know who it is. Send it the voicemail. And then a voicemail pops up. Listen to it as I'm driving to my next stop. It's the DMV, BMV, whatever you want to call it. Girl goes, hey, um, so we were going over your paperwork yesterday and Indiana gave you credit for your trade-in on the sales tax. We do not in Ohio. So we're going to need you to come in and pay $345 more um, for you to get your title on Wednesday. Okay, thank you. Bye. And I went, mother. Well, she also said, you know, you can skip the line and all that stuff. I said, are you fucking kidding me, right? Wife's at at work all day. I got to get off work, get money, go to pick up Winnie, take Winnie to the BNB, pay this thing one more time. And I asked her, I said, you know, I don't want anything. I don't understand taxes, but it's like if I go buy something in Indiana, right? Say I go buy um, like a a bottle of liquor that's cheaper in in, in Indiana than it is in Ohio. I don't have to pay both taxes. Why the fuck do I have to pay Ohio tax if I bought the goddamn car in Indiana? She explained it to me. You know, I don't have fucking taxes work. I was just upset. She's very nice. She apologized to me. She said, listen, this is. 100% 100% the dealer's fault. Indiana is right next to Ohio. When I bought my Kia, was in Kentucky. I, I didn't have to go through any of this. They should have known what Ohio sales tax was. They should have charged me the proper sales tax. They did not. So I got fucked. I had to pay like basically a thousand bucks because the very Wednesday I had to go and get the actual tag and plates, and that was like another 80 something dollars. So I went to the DMV, BMV, whatever, three days in a row. And I had to fucking wait. And, well, two out of those three, I had to wait in line a long fucking time. It's exhausting, guys. It's exhausting. And a, a thousand bucks later, I finally got my fucking plate. So I go up to um, Best Buy on uh, Thursday. I Thursday off, took an option day, got paid for it, went up to Best Buy, got there early. And uh, I was like, in not a mood for this kid. Like, if he said anything to the lines of we can't get this done we can't do that what i was gonna probably the cops would have to get caught on me i legitimately would have fucking destroyed that waiting room broke all the glass like i'm not even joking i would have went absolute ape shit if uh if that happened obviously it did not happen because i did not get arrested um and everything's all as well so got the got finally got my birthday gift installed it's pretty cool it's pretty awesome but you know If you're gonna run me out and make me pay a thousand bucks essentially, and then not let me put it on a credit card and make me go cash poor, you know that's gonna put me in a pretty foul mood, okay? And then the Bengals lost on Thursday, put me in a worse mood. Did okay gambling on Saturday, so we're good there. Um, Yeah, it's just it's just a pain in the ass, pain in the ass. Speaking about that, before we recap, because what we're gonna do is we're going to recap and then we're going to preview fight Island as well. Um, the very first fight on fight Island, Tim and I and Devin are going to pick, I, uh, uh, pick them this weekend. I already told you that, but, uh, I got a little bit of an IG fight guys, Instagram fight. I got called a casual and a hater. Um, I think I'm probably a hater, right? I hate on fighters. I I mean, there's everyone does, right? If you're a human being and you watch MMA, you probably hate on a fighter every once in a while. There's fighters you like, there's fighters you don't like, there's fighters you think have a weak record, yada, yada, yada. So my guy Tim uh, commented on a Bellator post about Michael Venom Page. Tim and Devin, you know, they really go after this guy. Uh, they mentioned him several times. I don't even talk about him. I mean, he's insignificant to me because he hasn't really fought anybody, and that's a fact. Um you know, he fought Lima, got knocked out, and he fought Daly, and it was a boring fight. Not really uh, MVP's fault. Daly was the one who became like a wrestler. Anyway, Tim commented, right, on the Bellator post, and people start going after Tim. Tim tells me that. You know, I go, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll give you some backup. So I jump in there and start saying saying things, and then I get hit with casual. Dude, you're such a casual laughing emoji. Oh, you're a hater. You're casual. Like, I looked at your profile, dude. You're such a casual. And it's like, these guys are saying that, like, it hurts my feelings. Like, first off, I'm not a casual. I didn't say that, right? I'm not a casual. So if I was a casual, maybe you would trigger me a little bit. But I'm not. I know I'm not, right? I'm a hardcore fan. I host a fucking podcast. been doing this for two and a half years. Um, Been watching the sport for, I don't need to explain my resume to these bozos. So I I quickly say, is that all you have, right? Is that all you're going to come at me with? Come at me with some facts. Because here are the facts. MVP. Has fought Richard Keeley, who was three and one, and now he hasn't won a fight since he's three and three. A guy that was, when that fight happened, he was 15 and one, had this huge hype around him. MVP shouldn't be fighting a guy like Richard Keeley. He should be fighting someone better, right? And then he goes and he fights a, a, a small Japanese fighter. I can't forget it. I can't remember his name, but he's basically 145 pounder. He finishes him, right? That Japanese fighter had a pretty good record, but he's also very tiny. And he also beat David Rickles, who is 155 pounder. He got knocked out by the legit guy that he fought in, um, in Douglas Lima, got slept, and they haven't given him one since. He's 17 and one. I think it's time to start boosting up his fucking who he fights. Let's get him some real talented guys in there. And so I said that, and I was like, these are facts. You can call me a casual, you can call me a hitter, these are facts. And the guy responding, "What facts, bro? You're just a hater. Bellator has nobodies. That's why he's fighting nobodies. All fighters fight nobodies. Sure, sure. Fighters that are maybe eight and one, nine and one. Um, younger fighters are are they'll get spoon fed some some younger talent. Like Aaron Pico got fed some younger talent uh, guys that he probably should have been in there with. That he actually got lost to. MVP seventeen and one. He's thirty three years old. Former kickboxing champ or karate champ or whatever he is. Right." um he was in that welterweight tournament if 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 he's not good then why did you put him in that welterweight t- tournament with the you know the best of the best of the in that the uh, in the bellator has the offer so you obviously think highly of him bellator that is you do i just want to see a step up in competition i think a lot of people do and for me to even just say that trying to be respectful to these guys um it's shocking how many people really had his back and then i clicked on their profile right one guy was locked up, looked like he had a set of tits on him, right? And listen, I, if you're transitioning, if you're trying to be a man to a woman or woman to a man, cool, but the picture, when your profile is locked, it's kind of hard to see, it and it just looks like you got a set of tits on you, and like a beater with a backwards hat. Kind of a weird thing, okay? Okay kind of, you know, I didn't say that. I didn't want to attack them personally. Cause I feel like if I start attacking people personally, if they're calling me a casual, I've lost that fight. Right. Cause there's no, there's no need for that. Just have a civil conversation. Just answer my questions. Like what, what am I saying? That's false. Right. Please tell me that what I'm saying is false. Your rebuttal is I'm a casual, I'm a hater. Okay, great. We got that after the fourth time, but explain to me why, what I'm saying is false. And, um, uh, another guy, I think his name was, uh, I should probably read it. Nah, I'm not gonna read his name. It was something like MMA knowledge picks or something like that. I can't exactly remember what it was. He's got 20 followers and I'm not going to follow Shane. Cause I don't have a ton of followers either on either social media, but he's got 20 followers and he has two posts and, um, he was, he spelled out casual to me um which i think is just hilarious but it's just fun getting in the mud sometimes you know what i mean tim loves it tim gets on twitter he runs his mouth sometimes on twitter and he any 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 and it's funny and he did it on ig and then all these mvp stands who fucking knew they existed some are coming at my boy so you know what i mean he didn't need my help it's not like he needed me to come in and say things but again i like getting in the mud sometimes and again it's You don't need to insult anybody. You don't need to go crazy. I just want to have a a conversation. I want you to tell me why I'm wrong about MVP. And these guys couldn't do that. I think there was two or three of them that I had exchanges with. They couldn't do that, right? They just said, I'm a casual, I'm a hater. Okay. I do hate on MVP. I think I have good reason to hate on MVP. I'm not going to sit there and and disparage a guy like too much, but let's start fighting some people here, bud. Okay. Let's start fighting some people. Hey, what do you say down there, bud? That's my Canadian accent. Oh, hey, yeah there, bud. That was a little better, maybe. All right, so Co- uh, Covington-Woodley. Let's get to it. Eight and four, my picks. Tim and I tied. We tied. We had a lot of the similar stuff. A lot of our, both our mortal locks hit. We both had underdogs uh, hit. I hit a send them home. And, uh, we split on the main event. The main event was the deciding factor and we tied. So we're going to rematch this week. We're going to three it, three headed thing. So again, I'm, we're going to go live on the MMA takes YouTube page. I know we don't have a ton of followers. I'm not expecting uh, a ton of interaction. I don't have, you know, we, we don't have the, the biggest following. but if you do listen to this and you want to watch a pick them live, it's going to be Thursday. I I'll, I'll tweet out the time. I'll let you know probably around eight nine o'clock on Thursday. We're gonna do the live pick'em audio version. Will be up on Friday, same as always. But we're just doing a live version. And if you miss it, if that's a little too late, if you don't live in that time zone, yada yada yada, then it'll be on obviously on the YouTube page, which is MMA Takes Podcast on YouTube. Search for me, subscribe me, let go, because it'll be a lot of fun. I I would I would like for people to show up and and tell me uh, I'm making a stupid pick or or if Tim and Devin more likely. Tim and Devin are going to be making super picks. We're not doing any teams. Like one time it was Tim and Devin on a team. We're just going to do a free-for-all. We all have our own opinions. We're going to see how it goes. And uh, Devin's getting a little too comfortable. He beat me last time. He's getting a little too fucking comfortable. So <laughs> got to to shut that up. I do have a crystal. Thank you for Devin. He's just, he gave me a superpower. All right. So we'll go top-bottom. We'll end on the main event because I have a lot to talk about with the main event. First fight of night was Tyson Ambrose Jerome Rivera. I got this fight right. I actually fucked up. Tyson Nam and Colby Covington were going to be my parlay. Um, I went down to Indiana, placed my bets, and for whatever reason, I, I must have just single-butted uh, Tyson Nam. This was, I, I had two chalk parlays I was going to do. That was one of them. And I just single it. Tyson Nam, and I put two units down on that. That was one of the um, parlays I was very confident about. But then I just two units on Tyson Nam. I was a little nervous because I thought Jerome Vera could be kind of a sneaky – Like he's tall, he's rangy. He might, you know, just outpoint Nam from the get go. That's what looked like what Jerome Rivera wanted to do. He wants to touch Nam, move away, touch Nam, move away. But Nam finally got his timing down. He does have that big power at 125. End up finishing him. End up knocking him out. That was my Dev Tahada pick of the week. He liked Nam all week. He gave me that pick out. So props to Dev Tahada getting that right. I was I was on the fence. Obviously, I was leaning Nam early in the week, but then I was trying to convince myself. That Rivera, even though he didn't look good in the contender series, could come out and box up Nam because Nam does struggle with combination guys. But Nam found his chin, put him out, TKO'd him, and it was, uh, it was a great performance. Next up, Derek Minor versus TJ Laramie. This one hurt, right? So I had another chalk parlay I did. I had, I had quite a few bets in this fight. Another chalk parlay with four fighters. Laramie was the first one I was very confident with. Minus 275. Derek, I think it's Minor. I called it a Miner. I think it's Minor. Either way... TJ Laramie's fight IQ is absolute dog shit, right? I mean, you go in there, you have a good performance in the contender series, you're getting a real vet who's got a lot of wins by guillotine choke. Um, He's Minor, uh, Minner, excuse me, has okay stand up. They traded in the pocket a little bit. It looked like TJ was a little uncomfortable in the pocket. Not sure if he got hit too much. Um, I haven't really watched the fight back, but he definitely felt uncomfortable and he immediately went for kind of a takedown, kept his head in there. And then, I mean, listen, Minner's got that fucking choke, he's got that squeeze early in the fight against the cage he knew what he was doing and and Laramie had nothing to do to uh, but to do the tap kind of sucks the guy had a little bit of heat with them a lot of Canadian fans liked him Um, I thought he looked okay on the contenders he's gonna blow me away Minner Uh, didn't look great in his UFC debut, right? I mean, he took the fight on relatively short notice. He fought Grant Dawson. That's going to happen. Um, but listen, don't fucking try to take this guy down. The guy's got to fucking choke on him. You know what I mean? You're going to have to beat him up first before you just dive in there. And, uh, TJ Laramie learned a lesson, but right off the gate, shot down that chalky parlay. I had four or five parlay. Wasn't too upset, um, because I had already won the Nam fight. But, uh, when you, when you go all chalk on a parlay, right, you, assume it's going to hit right put a little bit of money in there and you're going to get a little bit of return back not as obviously as much as an underdog that's how gambling works guys so when it misses it almost hurts a little more right if i put like a hundred bucks 50 bucks on like a two fight underdog parlay and i'm kind of dreaming that it's going to hit because then it's going to hit big when you lose that that's not as bad as when you lose a chalky parlay because you're like oh this these are the guys i think are to win Funny enough, all three guys, I bet well, I bet three out of the four lost. So not you kind of have to respect that as you get to talk. You know, you take these favorites and they all three lose and the fourth guy end up winning. So it wouldn't matter anyway. But uh, that was kind of funny. All right. Next up, Andre Yule versus Urban Rivera. Awesome fight. Yule had some dope ass hair. Way more tatted up than I remember. Took some time off. You know, he's very active fighter before this. Fought a game, Irvin Rivera. Yule looked like he was slowing down a little bit. And he definitely did slow down. I thought he was gonna be completely gassed in that third round. I thought you won 29-28. Uh somewhat, I think it was a split decision win, maybe. One judge gave it to Urban Rivera. Yeah, it was a split decision win. I had Yule winning. Uh I had Yule winning three uh two of the three rounds. Obviously, I think he probably dropped the third. Uh, if I had to give him a round uh to Rivera. Rivera though, scrappy dude, tough dude, took some big shots. Yule took some shots. Um, they were exchanging there. This was a really fun fight. This is a great card all around, but these boys were slanging and, uh, Andrew got a big win. I think Andrew was talented. I think if he cleans up his takedown defense, his, his, his game off his back, I think his striking be a problem because he uses his reach really, really well. Um, and people always got to get on the inside of him at that weight class And they eventually end up taking him down. That's how he loses fights. He is hittable as well. His defense isn't great because he keeps his hands low. But it's a really good performance. Urban Vera, I think, is a solid prospect. Uh, Fun fighter to watch. Hard fighter to finish. um, And uh, great performance by both guys. Next up, Randy Costa from Boston versus Journey Newsome. This was my send him home Costa, uh, Tim and I were on the same side on this one. I thought Tim, doing the pick him. I really thought Tim was going to take Journey Newsome explosive guy a little bit on the older end like tim pointed out um but does have a lot of finishes and knockout i don't think journey had ever been knocked out up to this point costa training american top team had a nice tan going i tweeted this out uh you know i'm ahead of such a man guys i'm a i'm a, I'm a father of, of one soon to be two i love my wife but Randy costa is a good looking guy i think the kids on the street say no homo he's a good looking guy okay Maybe top 10 in the UFC. Doesn't fight all that often. He's not the most active guy in the world, but handsome boy, right? And he went out there and starched Newsom with a head kick. Costa has all his wins or, yeah, all his wins are by finish. Um I I did not see a head kick knockout in the first round. I thought maybe the first round was going to be kind of explosive between these guys and then maybe Costa's a little rangy. Uh, a little bit bigger, was going to take over in, in that second, maybe knock him out with his hands. But that head kick was beautiful. I like him on American Top Team. I want to see him fight again by the end of the year. Give him uh, a, you know, I don't know if he's ready for a ranked guy yet. Or, or, you know, he still has a loss of Brandon Davis. But give him somebody, uh, obviously, up in the rankings at 135. And, uh, yeah, I think this kid could be a problem if he, if he tunes some things up. His cardio has been questioned in the past. and and, I, and the only thing I worry about him is he knocks people out so quick. If people can withstand his his stuff, how does he rebound mentally, right? I kind of want to see him get pushed a little bit. Kind of what Brandon Davis did. Him and Brandon Davis, they slanged it in that first round. Brandon Davis took over in the second round. That was a while ago, but I kind of want to see if he's over that mental hurdle. He's with the right team at at and so good for Randy Costa. That was my send him home pick. That one up. Won that as well. That was a, a, an underdog bet that I had. Uh, thank you, Randy Costa. Next up, Sarah Alpar versus... Um, uh, Jessica Rose Clark, Russell Jessica Rose Clark just slaughtered her. Right, Alpar did not look like she belonged in there. Kind of a one trick pony. Uh, uh, Rose Clark looked pretty good at 135. Kind of, you know, she likes lifting weights. She seemed pretty strong. She definitely seemed strong in the clinch. wasn't giving much up um, and just wore down Alpar. This fight should have been stopped. It was a legal knee. Tyone got pulled for the rest of the fights on this card, I believe. I believe they said he had two more fights. The ref they pulled him off, so the woman got knee in the face. Legal knee, and then he stopped the fight to check on her because he thought it was illegal. Checked the replay and said, "No, it was legal. It was a legal knee. Can you continue?" She said, "Yeah." It was kind of odd. Then Nevada came out and said that doing the hybrid MMA rules where they can stop the fight, check replay, and then restart the fight. Never heard that before. Everyone was confused. Kind of a weird thing. It was a very bang bang play. Uh, play bang, bang thing with the knee and her butt. Was it down? Was it not? I can understand that it might be illegal at first glance. I thought it was. Um, but yeah, another rough, rough kid here for Tyone. He was the one that fucked up on the Ed Herman knee the week prior. So, uh, I think he's an okay ref. I'm not going to shit on him too much. He's not Yamasaki bad. Um, every ref fucks up, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he fucked, the, uh, fucked up on this one again. And it's not a good look considering he fucked up the week prior as well. But anyway, Jessica Rose Clark should have ended that fight there. Should have been called. They let out our fight. She got her face all caved in and ended up getting stopped. Rose Clark, again, looked big, looked strong in this fight. Um, I want to see her a little more active, right? She it was almost a year since she fought. Maybe fight again uh, by the end of the year. Get another W in there. 135 is kind of wide open. There's some really girls at the top, top. But it is a little bit wide open. I would like to see her maybe uh, fight one of those girls at the top top. Um, that'd be interesting. All right, next up, you had Jordan Espinosa versus David Dovrak. This fight was kind of calculated, right? Dovrak did everything right. It was it was, it was, was not the most exciting fight. Espinosa didn't really wrestle Dovrak. Dovrak just landed a lot of kicks, banged up Espinosa's legs, landed punches to the head. Espinosa countered fairly well in the beginning of the rounds. Um, I had Dovrak winning every single round, though. Um, it was... Fairly close, I guess, on the scorecards, but Dovrak just just kind of took it to the next level and, and, and just kept piecing them apart. Um, that was Tim sent him home. He missed that one. Uh, sorry, Tim. Mona Bruno Silva versus Marla Rubella. Uh, Barella stinks. We all know that. Listen, she gave up. There's a lot of people questioning if she maybe threw this fight. She tapped before the arm bar was tight. I feel like. She didn't throw the fight. I just feel like she knew she was a beaten woman. She knew, well, this is going to be tight. I'm going to get my arm snapped. Silva's got great arm bars, great submissions. And I think, uh, I think Barella said, fuck it. I'm not going to get my arm snapped. Tap it before you put any pressure on it. Silva looked good. Um, I know she's coming off some injuries and stuff, maybe a little more active. I keep saying that about a lot of these fighters, but she didn't look good. She looked good on, the, on, uh, on, the, on her back. And her stand-up's a little wild and stuff. She's got to clean some things up. But interesting wrinkle to that women's uh, women's division. Next up, Kevin Holland versus um, Darren Stewart. Awesome fight. Mortal lock. Tim's mortal lock. He, he locked this up. Um, this is the only one of my chalk parlay that won, by the way, was Kevin Holland. I thought I put the jinx on him. I thought I put the jinx stink on him. Awesome fight. These guys were highly entertaining. Um, it was close. It was a really, really close fight. I don't know... Um, if Darren won, I think at the at the time I maybe scored it for Stewart. Cause he definitely won round three round two is obviously the one in question. I thought maybe Darren won it. Tim and, uh, Devin thought that, uh, Kevin won it for sure. Um, so I'd have to go back and watch it. Obviously the first round was all Holland and the third round was all, uh, Darren Stewart. Great fight, though. Darren Stewart used to have some cardio problems. Does not anymore. He's a fucking ripped-up 85-er. Kevin Holland was having fun in there. Slowed down a little bit in the third round. Still doesn't look great off his back. Was getting fucking elbowed and punched. And Stewart was yelling, come on, Kev, come on, Kev, which was fucking awesome. Uh, Good sign of respect. I love how Kevin Holland handled himself. Like He even told Dane, I thought I lost, right? And he goes, let's run it back. I thought I lost. Um, Called out Chemayev, which I think is an awesome call-out. Um, I don't necessarily think he lost. Even if I scored it for Darren Stewart, I can see why, why Holland won, right? He clearly won the first second round was so close. A lot of people, uh, MMA media that scored it. It was probably seven out of 10 people scored it. The second round for Holland is the whole fight for Holland 29, 28. Very few people saw it for Stewart. I just thought maybe Stewart did a little more. Maybe it's that third round bias, right? You can't count the third round more. Third rounds worth 10 points. Right, Just like the second and just like the third. If you win the third round, you can't win the fight. It's not worth more points. Sometimes, myself included, when a fighter finishes strong like that, I go, ooh, maybe, I, maybe I'm going to give him the fight. Right? Uh, that's not how it works. But I guess maybe Regency bias in my head. Maybe that's what it was. Like I said, I'd have to go back and watch the second round. Either way, awesome, awesome fight. Kevin Holland landed some big shots on Stewart. Stewart's got a chin from fucking hell. Beautiful shots in Stewart. Stewart took him pretty well. Buzzed him a few times. He landed some big shots on Kevin. Kevin took him well. I think he stumbled just like a little bit. Um, Kicks were were on fire from Kevin uh, Holland. He looked great, right? This is a tough fight for him. He's not the biggest 85er. Yeah, he's tall, but he is thin, right? He's not going to be the strongest there. Darren Stewart is a fucking brick up 185er. Awesome fight. I don't want to see him run it back, right? Uh, You know, uh, I think you guys both got to move on from this. You're, you know, Kevin's got a little bit of heat right now. If you're going to 70, go to 70. Continue your fight at 85. I would like to see Holland fight maybe Marvin Vittori. I think that'd be interesting. Darren Stewart, there's some some fights out there for him. Absolutely um, awesome fight. Next up, Mackenzie Dern versus Randa Marcos. This is my immortal lock. This is the one that sealed the night for me. Um, so I won on Costa, and I won on Nam, and Mackenzie Dern, I had her. A lot of different ways. I wish I could have her a lot of different ways. You know what I'm saying? Um, I took her money line, right? She's my mortal lock. I had a better. She was very low. She closed it. I had her at 188 when we did the pick em. She was 168 on Fandle when I bet her. I think that's incredibly low. I think Mackenzie Dern, this style matchup, right? Um, really favored her because Raina Marcos is a grappler and Mackenzie Dern's that good on the ground. Um, so I had Mackenzie, Mackenzie Dern to win the fight money line. Put a hefty amount on that. Uh, Then I had McKenzie during the win by submission. Just the whole fight by submission. That was plus 160. So I got plus odds on that, which is absolutely insane. And then I sprinkled first round submission, which was plus 350. Hit that. Then I sprinkled second round submission, which was plus 700. And then a third round submission was plus 1500, which is wild. So obviously just a little bit of money on those to hit big. But I hit three ways. I hit first round submission at plus 350. I hit the win the fight in a total by uh by submission by plus 160 and then i had mackenzie their money line which was 168 Whew, she cleaned up i even love her even more now right because she made me money and uh I like being right. I'm giving mortal locks out. You got to fucking listen to them because they're going to more than likely not be or more than likely be fucking right. I'm hitting. I'm hitting, baby. Guys at work were making fun of me saying the word mortal lock. What? What What? you been living on a rock? That's what people say, man. This is a lock it up. If you're not going to listen to any single bet, listen to that one. People looked at me or my buddy who, who knows MMA. He's like, but Kenzie Dern, really? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, bro, really. I'm not just closing my eyes and, and picking a fight. I'm diving in. I live for this shit. So if I'm putting a mortal lock on it, empty your bank account. Okay, take your car, go sell it, take the money, fucking put it all on my mortal lock. Go buy a brand new car. That's what I'm saying. Come on. All right, Johnny Ver- Walker, Johnny Volker, Johnny Walker was Ryan Span. This fight pissed me off more than anything. I span in an underdog parlay um, with Dovrak. Would have hit this one as well. I was gonna have a really good night. Span basically had Walker knocked out twice. He hurt Rock Walker real bad. Walker couldn't even stand up. His legs were completely gone. Ryan Span's fight IQ is so dog shit. He hurt Johnny Walker. He shot in for a double leg. Johnny stuffing him and throwing elbows with his giant ass long arms, elbows and hammer fists to the head. We thought Span was out. He wasn't. His corner's yelling back at the head, and then he stays in that position until he does go out. What are you doing? Like, I know, uh, you know, Johnny Walker is going to be dangerous when he's wounded or whatever the fuck that saying is. But the guy can't even stand up. You hit every time you hit him, you hurt him every single time. Put your hands up. Walk forward. Block his big loopy shots. His reactions are slower. Land straight punches. You're going to finish this guy. Just so fucking stupid for Ryan Span shooting in that takedown. I just, he's never gonna forgive himself for that. I'm never gonna forgive him. Unbelievable. Um, uh, Tim and I split on this fight. I said on the podcast I think it was better that maybe Johnny Walker would win. I don't know if that's true now because Johnny Walker has a real chin problem. It seriously is a problem. He gets touched, he goes down. It's it's something I, you can't fix. You know what I mean? Like, you can take time off and maybe reset your brain. I feel like that's what he's been doing. But uh, he definitely has a chin problem. There's guys at 205 who can fucking crack. A lot of people were saying Johnny Walker versus Yuri Prasaga. Prasaga. Um, let's not do that because my boy Yuri would eat his fucking cart right now. I don't want to see a murder in the octagon because that would end up being a murder. But you know what? If you want to book it, fucking book it. Alright, next up Hazmat, Kazmat Chamaya versus Jerem Urskart. This is the fight that I've written down that I need to talk about, right? So the final three fights we need to kind of have an extended cons- uh con- uh what is it? Discussion on, right? So Kazmat, I call him Kazmat. I know that's not his first name. Fuck off. That's what I'm calling him. Um I picked Jared Murzgard in this fight because of the underdog, right? I bet Jerome Murzkard as well. Devin loves Shemaev. Devin, with his credit, he said he was on him before he came to the UFC. I don't know about that. I will say that after he destroyed John uh, John Phillips, I'm going to say John Stewart, Devin's like, this is my guy, right? Because this dude's a beast, right? A lot of people love him. I'm still, as crazy as this is, not sold yet. He knocked out GM3. I said on the podcast, if he destroys GM3, then I'm going to be sold. I lied. I'm not. It was a one-punch knockout, right? It was a beautiful right hand. And it was fantastic, right? He's a huge favorite. He's going to Abu Dhabi. He's fighting Damian. He might be fighting someone else. I don't know. I've always said I love the guy's mentality. I just need to see more of him. We saw a stand-up game this time. He looked good. He walked Jerry Murskart down. Murskart looked like he wasn't worried about the hands. A quick right hand, which was so fast, blistering fast, knocked Murskart out. Murskart just got knocked out of his last fight. Uh, you know, he's been in a lot of fights. His chin might not be what it was. No, taking nothing away from uh, Chimaev. He went out there. He destroyed Merskado. It was an impressive performance. Everyone's on this guy's dick, right? I don't want to see the Maya fight. Uh, apparently, Chemayev says 170 is where he wants to go. He wants to fight Usman. He wants to fight Colvington. He called people out on Twitter. I love that. I think he looks good at 70. Obviously, he's going to pop up to 85 if need be. Um, I need to see more of this guy. However, however, he was in Vegas for like two weeks leading up to this fight. Where he you know, flew in from Sweden or whatever. Chris Curtis, my boy been on the podcast Pro Fighter trains at Syndicate MMA in Vegas, has never said anything positive about other fighters in his weight class. Chamayev is 170 and Chamayev trained at Syndicate to get ready for this for this fight. Um, you know, working sparring, working grappling, whatever. Anyway, Chris came out on Facebook and said the dude's a legit problem. He's that good. And I've never heard Chris say this about anybody unless it was like a, like one of his close teammates. So when he said that, I'm like, man, so this guy apparently is the real deal. I'm taking Chris's word for it. Devin's got a good eye for fighters. I, you know, I'm never going to be on the bandwagon. I'll never root for him. I'm going to root for him to lose every time because I'm a hater, right? That's, and that's just, a, that's a fact of life. I don't know. Maybe I'm bitter that I didn't get on it earlier. I didn't spot his talent earlier. I just, I'm not sold yet. He's going to knock out everybody in 170 pounds. I'm going to get on this podcast and go, you know what? I'm just not sold yet. Um, uh, But big performance, big, awesome for him. Listen, I'm always rooting for UFC to have stars. I'm always rooting for more stars to come into the sport. I, I like boxing. But boxing shooting themselves in the foot right now. And when you got UFC pumping out talent like this, um, that's pretty cool. Now, he's not going to transcend like some of these other guys. But I think he's an interesting talent. Speaks pretty good English. Has an interesting backstory to him. And he's an exciting fighter. He goes out there and smashes people. What do you want? All right. co-main event. Donald Cerrone versus Nico Price. My underdog, Locke. Uh, I pushed on this fight. It was a draw. I thought it was a draw. I scored it a draw. Someone at 29, 27 or a judge at 29, 27 cowboy. think that's a little crazy. I think Nico, um, they obviously nine, nine, the first round. Cause of the eye pokes, I a hundred percent think Herzog did the right thing, by taking a point after two eye pokes. I mean, Cerrone's eye was bleeding after one of the pokes. It was that bad of a poke. You got to take a point, right? Nico poked him again in the fight. Didn't take a point. I thought another point was coming. You got to watch out the eye pokes, right? Nico was keeping his fingers out there. They're not unavoidable because of the type of gloves, but they're more avoidable if you don't have your fucking fingers out like that. It was an awesome fight. It was was a classic surrounding fight. Definitely lost the first round, so it was 9-9. He lost the second round as well, for sure. Third round, he came out. He looked good. He had his back for a little bit. Um, Nico was super strong in that position. Didn't give up anything. Uh, shook him off. I think Cerrone was laying in some good hands in the third round. Nice head kick off the cage. Some body kicks. It was definitely competitive. Um, Nico was in there. He did slow down a touch. Both fighters did. Um, and then it was a I had a 28-28 draw. Now, Dana said he's gonna have to have a conversation with Cerrone. Cerrone's going around saying he lost this fight. He's like, it's, I lost that fight. Like the eye poke in the first round, it doesn't matter. I lost two rounds to one. Like he he's saying he lost five in a row. He's gotta figure something out. You know, he was really hard on himself. Um I don't know if Dana maybe needs to have the conversation with Cerrone. I don't think he looked shot, right? He's definitely not the cowboy of old. He was slower. His head kicks aren't what they used to be. Um, I don't know if that's old age or if that's training or what it is. He's definitely, um, he's definitely lost a step. But he's competitive. Nico Price is no joke. Nico Price can knock your fucking head off. That first round, Nico Price came out of Cerrone and Cerrone took it. Right, It wasn't like Cerrone got laid there flat on the canvas. I think Cerrone's got maybe a couple years left in him, if I'm being honest with you. He's not fighting scrubs, right? I would actually like to see Cerrone wrestle a little more in this fight. Um, He did try some takedowns. Nico's built weird. He's strong. Um, I think Nico can be taken down. I think Cerrone committed a little bit more. He could have maybe got a few takedowns that really held him down. But he did land some takedowns, but wasn't his uh wasn't his strategy i think cowboy is really really good on the ground off his back on top i think moving forward i think if he mixes up the old slug fest cowboy with some of the maybe wrestling and grappling exchanges i think he'd be all right but again he didn't fight a bum here he fought nico price who i think is a solid fighter um and he drawled with him right so one judge had him winning so i think it's a little premature for Dana to want to have a conversation with with cowboy i know he's 37 38 I think he could probably make it to 40. Because um, I, I just know if Dana maybe pulls the plug now, we're going to see Cowboy and Bare Knuckle fighting. And I really don't want to see that. That'd break my heart. Break my heart. All right, main event. Woodley versus Covington. We've all watched it. We've all seen it. Woodley broke his ribs after getting dominated the entire fight. Kind of a stoppage, a little bit, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, you know, Colby's obviously going around saying there's a stoppage. I mean... It, he I think Woodley came out and said he got it. He took a kick there that hurt his rib. And then when he went for the choke, it broke it. I've seen a lot of people online, not a lot of people, one person on Twitter saying that uh, Woodley just got the choke and his ribs went out and they should rematch it. Uh Woody didn't win a second of that round, he lost all five rounds. You know, and a lot of people are coming out like, you know, don't bash fighters and don't talk shit about fighters. You know, people have never get in there. Can't say, anything. right. I, I get that story. And, and I try not to talk. Sh- I mean, I'm not definitely not going to tweet at a fighter and tell him you suck. You lost me money. I think that's childish. Um, but you know, when we're having a discussion on a podcast, you got it, you got to you got to keep it real. And what's real is Tyron Woodley just doesn't have it anymore. Guys, he just didn't throw like he threw a couple right hands. He looked okay defensively wrestling, but he just doesn't have it. It's not the same Tyron Willie that won the belt. This is an older guy who, who's dealing with some kind of confidence issue. Why, I don't know. Why is he not letting it go? I don't know. Kobe Covington had a great game plan. He wasn't as active in the beginning of the fight as he normally is because he knew Tyron's deadly with that right hand, but he still walked forward. He still threw big punches. Colby doesn't have the biggest power in the world, but you know he was still going after Tyron, and Tyron... You know, just was loading that right hand up. Like, where's your left hand? Where's your kicks? Where's your, where's your combinations? I mean, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things you could have done and just kept loading up his right hand. So when there's more talent there that Tyron Woodley's showing, Now, I know he's a little bit older and I know, you know, he's former champion, all this stuff. But when you've seen the talent that Tyron has possessed, he's uh, you know, former champion, former, you know, badass, right? You have a great record. No one could fuck with beat Tyron. And then you look at him now, you're going to get some fucking, you know, you're going to get some hate. And I think it's deserved, right? Um, Dana, oddly enough, said he needed to have a conversation with uh, Tyron, or excuse me, Cerrone, but not Woodley. I thought Woodley would retire. He came out today, so he's not retired. He's not thinking about retiring. He's still going to fight. I don't know about that. I, I I think maybe after that performance, after your bad blood rivalry at Colby, I think maybe um it's time to hang him up, right? And then Colby on the post fight got a call from Trump. Listen, I don't give a fuck if you hate Trump, if you like Trump, whatever. Um, an MMA fighter got a call from the President of the United States after he fought. I mean, that's crazy to me, being a, an MMA fan. I mean, I would have never, ever thought that, that you know, the President of the United States is going to be calling a fighter, whoever it may be. Um, and uh, I thought that was pretty fucking dope. I thought that was cool shit. I mean... I know what you say, what you want about Trump, but he's the president of the United States. I respect all presidents of the United States. You know what I mean? I've, you know, that's, that's the highest position in the world. If I root for him to fail, then I'm rooting for America to fail. You know, the same thing when Obama was there, same thing. If Biden wins, if you're rooting against them, then you're rooting for America to fail. And I'm just not willing to do that. So the president of the United States of America just called an MMA fighter. That is crazy. All right, let's go fight island Preview. Um, top heavy card. Obviously, you got Reyes, you got Blachowicz, you got Adesanya, you got Costa. They've all landed in Abu Dhabi. They're quarantining. I think their quarantine's almost up. When they were in fight island last time, not many fighters tested negative when they got to the island. It's not like the Apex thing. Um, they've caught they caught it before they even got on the fucking plane, so they're doing their due diligence. So I'm thinking we're going to get all these fights unless some freak injury happened. Izzy Costa, one of the best middleweight fights I've ever seen in my life spoiler, you know, I'm rocking with Izzy Adesanya. Um, I'll break down the fight later this week. Dominic Reyes, Jan Blahovich. I'm all over Dom, but I think I convinced myself to take another look at Blahovich. Um, I don't know who I'm going to pick, but, uh, right now, but I'm leaning Dom, but I think I've, I've Blahovich Jan. John has earned my respect enough to maybe take another look at him to see, um, I, I've talked shit about him before. Maybe I should look. Kai Car France was Brandon Rovell. I know two names that are like at 125. Not a lot of people know him all that well. That's gonna be a fucking sick fight. Brandon Roval is a fucking G. Kai Car France is a beast. Love that fight. Caitlin Vera versus Sajara Eubanks. Awesome fight. Sajar just came off the biggest win of her career like a week ago, two weeks ago. Fighting Caitlin Vera, ten and one. Awesome fight. Hakeem Dawadu versus Sabara, Tukaga, Bagaba, whoever. That's going to be a good fight. Hakeem's going to really need to come out in that fight. There's there's a lot to be desired in Hakeem Dawadu. Brad Riddell, one of the guys I'm keeping keep my eye on. He's fighting Alex da Silva. Diego Sanchez, weird ass is on this card. He's got fucking Stefan Bonner's weird ass in his corner. Just a bunch of weird going on. Shane Young, haven't seen him in a while. Another City Cookboxing guy. William Knight versus Kamara, both contender series guys. And then you got big old Jeff Hughes versus Juan Espino. Not the most stacked card, right? There's a lot of fights. I think a lot of fights are going to really live above expectation. Uh, Diego Sanchez, Jake Matthews, I think is going to be a complete fucking weirdo fight. Jake Matthews should steamroll him, but who the fuck knows? Shang Young, really good at, at city kickboxing. Brad Liddell, Alex De Silva, awesome fight. Hakeem vs. Razara, Sabara could be a great fight. Uh Kikarov vs. Brandon Roval. I'm circling that and maybe Fire the Night right now. And then the co-main main event, I mean, it's awesome. We're getting a new 205-pound champion, potentially, unless they end in a draw, which would be hilarious. And then Izzy vs. Costa, uh, one of the greatest 185-pound title fights, both undefeated. Um, awesome stuff. So again, we're gonna be doing this live on Thursday. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to break it down with those guys. I'm trying to keep my Cards close to the chest here because I feel like they're gonna listen. They're gonna fucking. They're gonna steal my fights, but hopefully not. All right, so that's it. I'll talk to you Thursday. Podcast will be up Friday, and uh, yeah, let's go. the fucker back. Come on. Motherfucker. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? I Good. He's real good. The name is Dolph.